0: Welcome back to another edition of the 4 Corner Sports Show. I got Cameron Lau on the other side. How you doing, buddy?
1: Pretty good, man. Ready to get this one rolling. Wish we had the other two, but whatever.
0: I know. Tanner, I guess, passed out. He's up at his cabin. Lucky man. Living the life. So for today's show, buddy, we are going to go over our top 10 wide receiver rankings. So, I guess I could start it out. I don't know if you have the same as me. but I was looking.
1: I think we do have a couple that are pretty similar, at least to start, for sure.
0: Yeah, my number one is Michael Thomas. Is that who you got?
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, last year, guys, he had 149 passes, leading the league with 1,725 receiving yards and nine touchdowns. His production has increased in reception in yards since entering the league every year. That is freaking crazy. And you know it's in- Wilder? <laughs> he has yet to get under 1,100 yards since entering the NFL.
1: <laughs> Let's see. He also, last year, he had 185 targets. Jeez. Can you get who was number two for the Saints and how many they had? It had to be Kamara. Ted Ginn was number two. Ted
0: Ginn? Are
1: you serious? He had 56. So he literally had 130 more targets. (laughs) Like he he just said. Um,
0: So do you think Emmanuel Sanders coming in is going to affect anything major?
1: I mean, not major, no. I. You know, like I expect – him to get maybe 60, 70 t- t- um, t- t- uh, t- targets, but I still expect Michael Thomas to be right around 180, almost damn near 200 um, targets this year. Yeah,
0: and the big thing about Michael Thomas, guys, is his consistency. That's why I stuck him at number one, was he had a, his first year nine TDs, then he had five TDs, then he had nine TDs, nine TDs. I mean, this guy is a monster in the red zone as well. So that's why yeah, i he's had number one he's,
1: man. He's had um, 74 red zone um, Gosh. catches since 2017. That's n- number one. That's Keenan crazy. It's 65. Devontae Adams is 60. And DeAndre Hopkins is 58. So, I mean, he almost has double-digit lead on red zone catches um and that's huge huge and you know for sure
0: all right
1: i I have another one here too but he's not on the top five for most red zone receiving touchdowns but we'll get to that guy when we get there all
0: right so who's your number two let's see my number two
1: this was kind of i was going back and forth back and forth but i decided to go with Devontae adams um i mean Honestly, number two through four, I mean, I think are the names that we're going to kind of bounce around. But Devontae Adams, man, he has the target share. He has the red zone targets. He's got uh, third most red zone touchdowns. I'm sorry, the second most red zone touchdowns since 2017 for wide receivers. Um, You know, they didn't draft anyone else. He had 121 or 127 targets last year. Marquez Valdez Scantling was number two with only 56. So, again, he's just completely dominating the target share. He has to be your number two or number three wide receiver.
0: Yeah, I got him exactly where you have him. Number two receiver. Out of two years, that's 27 games that he's played, he has scored 16 plus points in PPR league. Out of – 23 out of 27. That is ridiculously good consistency. And for me, that's how I kind of rank my wide receivers is if you're going to have him as your number one wide receiver, you've got to have him score the 16-plus points almost all the time. That is a good quality wide receiver one. Oh, yeah. I agree 100%. with you on him. All right, who's your number three? Number
1: three, I went with Julio. Oh, um, we are the
0: same. Three uh, for yeah, three. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I know. I kind of saw that going. But for – um. Julio, you know, uh, for Julio, you know, you can not get a more consistent wide receiver. The only thing that we have against Julio is his downgrade in the touchdown department. If he could get his touchdowns up to the double digits, you know, he's going to have over 100 catches. You know, he's going to have over a thousand yards. So, I mean, he's a guaranteed top five wide receiver and always has been.
0: Yes. And. Everyone's like, oh, Hoster uh, Hooper's gone. Yeah, but at the same time, they have Hayden Hurst, so you're going to see him fill that tight end role perfectly. Hayden Hurst was a first-round draft pick in 2018. And Calvin Ridley is healthy again. He missed the end of the last year. That's where Julio Jones saw a lot more of his targets. He had three – I believe three games where he had 10-plus receptions. Because Calvin Ridley was gone. Calvin Ridley's back. I think Calvin Ridley's going to have a monster year. So I do think that takes a little away from Julio, but I do agree with Cameron. Julio, my number three wide receiver right here.
1: I agree there. All right. Then for number four, we probably have the same. Tyreek. Tyreek.
0: Yeah, big playability. Um, That one year we were talking about it in our chat with the other two corners, uh, 2018 Tyreek finished third in PPR league, but he only fell behind Devontae Adams by a single point and DeAndre Hopkins by five points. That is one touchdown. He would have won by two points, three points right there in a PPR league, but he has the potential to just take over a game. He's that guy that's a speedster. He gets you that plus 70 bonus points or the plus 50 yard bonus points. He's ridiculous. All he needs to do is touch the ball a couple of times and he's going to score.
1: I mean, yeah, exactly. Like, he might not have, like, the target share of those top three guys that we named. I mean, hell, there's a lot more guys. If you had to guess, Nolan, what position of uh, the Chiefs' target share do you think he got?
0: What's the position of the target share that he got? Ooh, yeah, man, I bet you he'd probably get, like, maybe 14%, 13%.
1: So, he was number – Two for the amount for wide receivers, actually Sammy Watkins had one more target than Tyree kill he <laughs> eighty nine targets, but I mean that speaks to like what we 're saying you know he's that home run hitter. he just needs one pass to take it to the house and get you those points, so he may not have the target, but his numbers are up there he's going to push for the receiving yard leader he's going to get his touchdowns, and I mean that offense you got to have some you got to have a piece of the Kansas City offense, whether yes. it's him, whether it's Kelsey. you got to get a piece of it no matter what I feel.
0: Oh, yeah, because they're going to score 31 points. And the crazy part is exactly. they're always in games. It's always a close game. And it, if it comes down to it, CEH is coming in. I think you're going to see him and Williams. They're going to be carrying a lot of the ball a lot of the time. It's going to open up the passing game. You're going to see Tyreek go over the hill.
1: Where do I go? Oh, there
0: you go. All righty. So, for number five, let's see if we start differing or if we're still the same. Who you got?
1: I'm getting it. Number five, I have my boy, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Uh, I am kind of nervous about the move over to Arizona, but I'm, you know, I'm buying the hype in Kyler Murray. Uh, I feel like another year – here in the pros, him getting used to that offense. They didn't really run the same offense that Kingsbury did at um, Texas Tech. You know, they kind of brought it in. They weren't so much spread, um, but him moving down there, you know, he's got a loaded wide receiver core. But I'm expecting DeAndre Hopkins to kind of put up the same numbers that he did in Houston. He's going to get around 100 catches. He's going to just break over a thousand yards and. He's going to hit the double-digit touchdowns. And, I mean, he's, he's just like the other three or four guys we named, you know. He's got the sure hands. If anything comes his way, this guy's a monster. He can catch anything. He has the red zone targets. I'm just a little worried about him going to Arizona. But he still is definitely in my top five.
0: Yeah, and I have him at number five, too. And that's the reason why I don't have him higher is because of Arizona, the transfer over there. But at the same time, guys, Christian Kirk led the team last year with 23% of the target share. Nobody else had over 10%. So that is just showing you how open this is. DeAndre can come in and say, you know what, I want more targets. Let's go. I'm Just feed me, feed me. I think Kyler's going to. I think they're going to have great chemistry. I think this is going to hurt Christian Kirk. But that's another has- story for another day.
1: <laughs> He has had the most red zone receiving touchdowns since 2017 with 29. Oof. So, I mean, you know, that's going to be right in his bread house down there with Murray. You know, he's got that safe target down there in the red zone. Yep. I wouldn't be surprised if he extends that number for sure.
0: All right. So, for number six, guys, I got Mike Evans.
1: Is Ooh, that who you have, we too? finally differ. We oh. Finally- so
0: this is why i got mike evans last year he posted 67 receptions a little over 1100 yards and atds that was with Jameis winston who also threw for 30 ints sub him out for the goat the current goat i should say because patty my boy he's coming for him but the current goat come on i mean yeah tom brady's old he's not in his prime and everything but it's Mike Evans. I'm feeling maybe a Randy Moss type of season coming out of Mike Evans here. But just the QB issue is the only reason why I have him down to six. I would have had him higher if Jameis Winston was actually better and didn't decide to throw to the other team almost all the time. But hear this stat, dude. Mike Evans has never been under 1,000 yards, and he has hit 12 TDs twice in his career. Julio has not even done that once. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. So, Mike Evans you, has yeah. potential right there. So, that's why I have him being one of the biggest, uh, having one of the highest ceilings, I should say, just because if Tom Brady comes in in the first part of that season, he's just gunslinging like the young Tom, you're like, whoa. But then I'm worried about the back end because I don't think Tom could be consistent throughout the year. So, that's why I have him number six. So, who's your number six?
1: My number six, this might come as a surprise, but I'm really excited that he gets his – QB back, hopefully, for an entire year, but I'm with Kenny Gallagher. Lions. I mean, this guy was a beast last year. He didn't have his QB for the whole year. He's a young wide receiver. Uh, this year, he's got the seventh easiest strength of schedule for wide receivers. And, I mean, he's just a beast. Let's see. He had, let's see, last year, he had 116 Targets. Danny Amendola had 97. Marvin Jones had 91. But, you know, I expect them to not be very good. They're kind of hit or miss at running back. We'll see what DeAndre Swift can come in and do. But, on Johnson has been injured. I mean, again, I don't expect them to be very good. Matt Stafford, if he comes back healthy, you know, he's going to throw the ball for almost 5,000 yards, 30 touchdowns. Uh, Marvin Jones, you know, he's kind of sneaky and has those big games, like, early on in the year. He's done it the past few years, but I think Galladay is going to have a breakout year and crack the top ten.
0: Yeah, no, I like I like Galladay. I don't know about that high, but the good thing about that, too, though, he's had 13 targets inside the 10-yard line last season, 15 inside the 20, so that's huge. If you're getting those targets, it's opportunity to score touchdowns, and that's what you want out of a wide receiver. Mm-hmm. So, we'll move to number six. Kenny Dolladay, I have him at eight. So, you have him at six. So, let's go to seven.
1: Who do you have for seven? Number seven, again, I'm I'm hoping he comes back strong, but I'm going with Adam Thielen out of Minnesota. Ooh, dang, with, it's another different. Okay. With Diggs gone and them bringing in a rookie wide receiver, I you know, like I'm kind of banking on it takes uh, Jefferson a while to get used to. They're going to use – Galvin Cook a lot more. So I expect Adam Thielen. You know, him and Kirk Cousins have um, a nice chemistry going. He leads the targets for third downs. Um, I really expect him to come back and crack the top 10.
0: All right, I like that. I think uh, my big thing to worry about that one is just with Adam Thielen now is going to be the number one wide right receiver. You don't have digs on the outside. But I do think. Justin Jefferson, he was my surprise pick. If you guys tuned into our first episode, we talked about him. I, I think he's going to have a great season this year. Yeah, so I, think I think it's going to help Thielen as well right there. So for my seven, I'm going with my boy, Juju. Big Ben is back. All right. Look how crazy this is. When Big Ben is playing, Juju saw 161 targets in 2018. When Big Ben was out, he only saw 79 targets, and that was a whole mess. You saw the 4 string quarterback, all craziness happen. Not only that, but Juju also sat out for four weeks, 12 through 15, for, with an injury. So, Bob Ickden there is, guys, he's moving back into the slot position. Mike Tomlin already said this in the news conference they had earlier this week. Juju had 161 targets the last time he played in the slot with Big Ben. It is going to be perfect. He averaged 18.5 points per game in PPR in 2018. AB ain't there, so he's still going to have that high ceiling. I think Juju will be back in the top 10 this year at number seven. I like that. I like that. So my eight was uh, Galladay. You already went over it. I do think he's going to break the top 10 this year, especially like you said, Stafford's back. He got hurt week 13 with the back issue. Stafford said he is finally healthy 100% and he's ready to go if this year happens. So who's your eight?
1: My number eight is Mike Evans. And I mean, like you hit on him already. Um, but I just feel out of the Tampa Bay wide receivers. Yes. Godwin's the underneath, but I mean, I'm with you, man. I kind of hope that Mike Evans has that Randy Moss year and it's just that touchdown scoring machine with Brady. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, like the way that their offense is looking. They've got the weapons, but I expect Mike Evans. He's been there before, even with Jameis Winston. So, I mean, it can only get better. Yeah.
0: All right, so who you got for number nine?
1: Number nine, I am with you again. I have Juju. I mean, with Big Ben coming back, you know he's just going to get a ball thrown to him for shits and gigs. So, I'm on team Juju for sure to round out my number nine.
0: Ooh, so my number nine, Robert Woods. I've been listening to Tanner, and he has convinced me. Robert Woods will break the top 10 this year, guys.
1: I've actually got Cooper Cup ranked ahead of Robert Woods.
0: So when you usually think about the Rams, usually people are thinking Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup has a ton of red zone targets, which that is what you target. But Robert Woods... Got 139 targets last season. He had 90 receptions, 1,100 yards, and two TDs. I think he's going to get at least six TDs next season. That's my bank. That's what I think he's going to get. If there was an over and under five TDs with him, I'd go over on it. He had nine targets inside the 20, which isn't very good, and four inside the 10. But Brandon Cook's gone. I think this is going to open the door for Robert Woods to see more targets in the red zone. You're going to see – Not a touchdown regression that you usually see with a lot of players, but you're going to see him gain TDs on this year. So that's why I have him at number nine.
1: So those two are a few of the wide receivers that I found that both have gone over 120 targets last year. So, I mean, like you're saying, Robert Woods had three or two touchdowns last year. Yeah. Had 10. So if that goes – I mean, if that goes the other way this year. But they last year they were, uh, what is it, eight and nine. So they were both in the top ten. So, I mean, they could damn near do it again this year. Especially yeah. with no running back there.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a big, That was my big thing is Gurley's gone now, guys. It's like oh, you don't have to worry about that screen game. We didn't really see him much in the screen game for some weird reason. We thought it was because his knee and everything. But now that it's, they're going to – by committee – for the running back. So I think they're going to have to throw the ball to stay in games. So I think it's going to see a lot of throwing and so both those wide receivers are good. Just like Cameron was saying with Cooper Cub. So who's your 10? Did you put Cooper my Cooper, number, number 10.
1: 10? Yes. Again, <laughs> oh! I'm going to take a chance here. I'm going to go Odell Beckham. Oh. It's just, I mean, this guy is just way, way too talented. Um, I'm hoping I'm banking on Baker Mayfield. He's not talking so much this offseason so I'm hoping he's got his mind right he's coming prepared but I mean there was a lot of hype on the Brownies last year so I'm hoping now that all that's kind of quieted down they can come back to it and get straight to football and I mean there's no reason with Baker Mayfield that offense he should be a top 10 wide receiver
0: yeah no I actually like that with Odell right there. The reason why I slid him out and not this player I'm about to talk about is just because there are so many weapons in that offense. Yeah, From the 100%. tight ends, two tight ends, to the running backs. Both running backs are really good at what they do. And the wide receiver core, Jarvis Landry's still there. It's just like, they're just weapons all over. But at the same time, if they get that run game going, that's a lot of play action. Give Odell the ball in space. He makes big plays happen all the time.
1: For sure.
0: All right, but my number 10, I put DJ Moore from Carolina. Very surprising. So last year he had 135 targets with Kyle Allen. That is great with a crappy quarterback. 1,100 yards, four TDs, so I think he's going to jump up in TDs. I think he gets seven this coming year. When Teddy Bridgewater played with the Saints, guys, he he maintained – Michael Thomas's streak of 10.8 receptions a game in like 101 yards <laughs> a game. That's what they did with Teddy Ridge Roger. Bridwater. I think DJ Moore is going to come in, slide right in there. And it's just going to be perfect on Carolina because uh, now it's actually a really good QB. He's not the greatest, but he plays it safe. He's going to see more yeah, flats and everything. Though. And yes, McCaffrey is. Still going to take a large share, but I still think DJ Moore is going to do it. Samuel's there. He's a big playmaker too, so I think that's going to help relieve some pressure off of DJ Moore, not just being a single receiver and trying to push everything their way.
1: Yeah, no, I can see that for sure. I mean, and I agree with you. He definitely did great with an under par. I mean, offense last year. I mean, like, let's be honest, without him or McCaffrey, it was pretty much nobody else. So yeah. Him getting – I mean, and they have a new new offensive coordinator in uh, Joe Brady who just led that LSU offense to a historic season. Um, they're bringing in Matt Rule from Baylor. So, I mean – and but so here's an interesting thing. He is hiring all first-year assistant coaches. So they are literally – like he's bringing his whole team from college And are gonna run this thing. So it's gonna be pretty interesting to see how this really all set of rookie head or um, assistant coaches do. But I mean I'm with you, man. He could be exciting.
0: Oh, yeah. And just like that, you saw what what Chip Kelly, when he first came in his first year, he killed it on offense. And then after offense or defensive coordinators started learning that, they ate him up the second year. So this could be a huge year for them. Just this year. Dynasty play, I still like D.J. Moore a lot, too, with that play.
1: But Other than yep. that,
0: brother, you got anything else you want to talk about?
1: Um, I mean, what do you think the Redskins switched their name to?
0: What's that? I heard they were talking about Red Tails. I think that would be actually really cool. I
1: put down $10 on the Washington Warriors.
0: The Warriors, I know. I heard the oh. Warriors. I was like, man, I think the Red Tails would be nice. Yeah, the red red tails would be pretty sweet. They could almost keep the same color and everything, too.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. That was also the co-favorite on the bets. On the bets? What was the worst one? The worst one was the Monuments or something like that.
0: Monuments.
1: There's all sorts of weird ones. Um, there's the monuments. There's the senators. There's the freedom fighters. There's all sorts of like fighters. random ones. So.
0: had they announce when they're going to pick the name?
1: I'm not sure, but I was hoping it was going to be today, but they just announced that they were going to actually switch it. So, I mean, I'm expecting it to be this week or sometime before yeah. training camp.
0: So I got a question. Uh, yep. So... How important, just like an Indian note, how important is it going to be for the users to actually dissect their bench players this season?
1: I mean, yeah, I mean, 100%. You don't know if you're going to get a guy that does get on the coronavirus if he has to be out for two weeks. I mean, you, I mean especially like running back, even your number one wide receivers, your number one tight end. I mean, I honestly feel like for your league, I mean – like we were talking about in the group chat, you're going to have to add some additional spots on your bench. You're going to – I mean, if you guys want to get together and make up a rule, if your number one wide receiver goes out, you automatically get the next available guy on their bench or, you know, however you want to do it. But this is going to be a season unlike any we've ever seen before. Hell, they might not even have a whole season. They might not, you know. So it's going to be very interesting. But, I mean – Like we were talking about, I'll just bring it down to this. Make sure that you handcuff very well. Make sure that you understand the rules. Make sure if you are adding an additional bench, you look through those handcuffs. You look at the guys that you want. Because, I mean, hell, it's worse than an injury. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know how long they're going to be out for. So, I mean, especially this year, that's very important.
0: Exactly. Especially how they're talking about their testing right before the game and everything, doing like the quick test and seeing if that, so even if it does give you a false positive, the guy can't play, he can't go out there. Exactly. That's going to be crazy. So just pay attention. It's going to be this year. I think it's going to be one of the best and fun, most exciting, I should say, most exciting, Uh, fantasy football season just because people are going to have to continually pay attention. Your bench is going to be so important this year. It's going to be, more important than you've ever played with the bench because you're going to have to exactly what you're saying handcuff people perfectly because if he goes out for two weeks because he gets it and he has to self-quarantine you better have that next player that's going to slide in there and get it and then the waiver wire is going to be crazy this year
1: everyone's going to have to use the waiver wire i mean hell that's almost going to have to be its own episode on its own just because yeah. yeah there's so many different things you're going to have to look at and but I mean hell you know it's all it's all just luck it's all just a pull of the hat you don't know who's going to get injured you don't know who's going to come down with COVID and I mean really we need to wait for the NFL to come out with some news on exactly how they're going to test when they're going to test exactly what their protocols are
0: yeah and we'll have another we'll go over that with some breaking news episodes and everything like that guys we're gonna be coming to you guys a lot this season stay tuned we're just starting to heat up we're back we're excited tune in to four corners sports show guys